1: All right, everybody, welcome back to the Lockdown Wedwings Wings podcast. Today is Tuesday, June 15th, 2021, and today's episode is brought to you by Lockdown NHL. That's right, our NHL podcast to keep you updated on everything that's going on nationally. Subscribe and listen each day for a quick look at the biggest stories and game recaps each day. Subscribe to Lockdown NHL today, wherever you get podcasts fun episode for you guys today we're doing a mock expansion draft as we get closer to the expansion draft uh i believe it, july 21st 2021 the red wings have some decisions to make the good news for the detroit red wings is that their decisions to make are probably less serious less uh difficult than than most other teams around the league so we're gonna break that all down we got some news from around the league involving a former red wings player and fan favorite to be the new coach uh and a whole lot of other stuff i'm Noel bianchi i got scotty bentley with me ethan smith is making his return today in the Hello. new house in the new apartment how do you how, how are things going there ethan
2: good all No, nah, thank you it's good to be back it's good to backdrop see you. looks what great what was that i said the backdrop looks great thank you i'm in the 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 office slash second bedroom slash
1: is that a jackson room. pollock behind you
2: um, no, me and Summer bought, uh, pa- like just random paintings at like Goodwill. And then just, she painted like a Loch Ness monster in hers. And oh, then nice. Oh, that's mine are, like Mine was like painting of geese. And then I just made like fighter jets and tanks that were really small and pretending like the geese were really big and they're terrorizing the town. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. It's incredible.
1: They, you know, I, I want to not laugh at that, but I can't help it a little bit. That's pretty funny. That's uh, awesome. All right. <laughs> so we are in the midst of draft season here at Lockdown Red Wings. This is one of the, I wouldn't call it rare episodes, but episode in the minority where we're looking mostly on any given week. We got five episodes. Three of them are being dedicated to draft profiles Monday, Wednesday, Friday, this week, starting next week. We're going to go to Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday for those draft profiles. Profiles so we can uh, bring back. How do you feel about it Friday? Uh, and we've had some great guests on. Smash that subscribe button. It's the only way to make sure that you never miss an episode. In the last two weeks, we have had Scouty, Dylan Griffin, Eto Selton, and Mikhail Home, Tony Ferrari, Steve Cornianos, and many, many other great guests. Many other great guests on the way, including Sam McGilligan, who will be on this Friday. Uh, so be sure, like I said, to subscribe. And don't miss out on those episodes. Follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Red Wings and uh, keep updated with everything else there as well. Before we get to Gallant, though, we do have to talk about Albert Johansson, Red Wings D prospect. Uh, he has been loaned back to Farstead of the SHL for the 21-22 season. Uh, he played there last season, really good developmental year for him, chipped him offensively at a pretty good rate 19 points in 44 games. Uh, and I texted our buddy McHale home after this news came out. And I said, what, what kind of role can we expect uh, for Albert Johansson next year? He said, First line or, or second, maybe first pairing minutes there in Albert or for Albert Johansson. So, not a bad situation at all. Yeah. Would have liked to see him maybe get in the AHL next season, but ultimately, I can't hate the idea of him being in a place where he's comfortable staying close to home and all that jazz. Yeah, getting
0: getting I mean potential first line pairing in minutes is is to me more valuable than than coming over and playing whatever third line in the A. So like I'm yeah, I'm totally cool with that.
2: Is that the first domino to fall in our that, prospects here? What do you mean? Like the first um being designated somewhere. I mean nobody's really
0: I Hello. think so. We've purchased oh, some contracts, year, obviously, I think, but I think so.
1: Well, I think there are some guys who will, are like they've been purchased, but they're going to get loaned back. Like Emil Vero, he's going to play in Liga next year. I'm pretty sure. sure. Um, but Rio Hanson, I think he would get a lot, he would get a lot more than third pairing minutes in the AHL this year. I think it has more to do with maybe him just like staying in the same system. Like, Hey, he had a good year. Let's not change anything. We don't know what next year. Uh, is going to entail and then maybe possibly just you know kind of bringing over the kids like little by little uh to make sure there's not too much of a log jam you don't you're not forcing guys into bad situations or whatever it may be i would say the only thing uh that would maybe or that that mikhail pointed out to me uh is that he did struggle a bit on the north american ice at the world junior championship so maybe it would have been a good idea to get him over here in the ahl but um there are pros and cons with uh I choose uh, with, with either, you know, choice there. And he seems to be doing just fine. Yeah. Cool. It? Uh, Gerard Gallant, he gets hired by the New York Rangers, uh, the fan favorite to replace Jeff Blaschel. Um, maybe that Woodward sports did have a, a semblance of truth into it, but I also think the writing was on the wall for the New York Rangers and Gerard Gallant to get together. They have this disastrous kind of end to their season uh, comes out of left field, Coach gone, GM gone, uh, really just kind of opens the door for a perfect pairing. Gallant is known for getting the most out of, you know, scrappy groups, younger groups. Um, maybe not quite on the same level as Barry Trotz, but a guy that, you know, year after year seems to get more out of his players uh, than he probably should. What a
2: crazy time it is going to be this offseason. I mean, people are already sniffing at the Rangers going to be making plays for big names. Eichel and um dude I've seen like five different teams in on Jones that's gonna it's gonna be fun and I really see that that team's really not gonna it's not gonna be like a, another like disappointing season next year I really think that's very evident with bringing Galantin that's they're gonna be swinging for the fences
1: and a cool thing there, too, is like they <laughs> I think of what a lot of people had hoped that Gallant would be able to do in Detroit is be there like on the ground floor when they start to take steps forward and kind of be there to mold uh, a lot of the stars, of the future and hopefully create something that's going to be sustainable long term. So uh, great hire by the Rangers. Uh, Thank goodness that the Red Wings aren't in their division because um, that team looks like it's going to run the Metro. Scary team going forward, whatever that's going to be for a very, very long time. Uh, All right, let's do. Let's talk about some of the expansion draft rules, and then we'll get into uh, players that are going to be protected. Same rules as when the Golden Knights did the expansion draft in 2017. Teams uh, have the option of protecting seven forwards, three defensemen, one goaltender, or eight score eight skaters of any kind and uh one goaltender this option to me personally does not make much sense for the red wings um because i think their toughest decision is going to come on the back end uh but i'm curious to know what you guys uh picked for your mock
0: so yeah so for me it was it was uh very easily seven three one uh and i i do agree with i'm interested to see if um we have the same kind of question because I think the the if you do a 7-3-1 um the hardest decision comes uh in the three in the yeah. defense so uh, I I definitely think that um but that being said it's still way more beneficial to do that way than than the eight one I think for the current team we have so yeah absolutely
1: yeah just keep another player rostered. yeah yeah Can't hurt uh the kraken will select one player from every team except for vegas i'll end up with 14 forwards nine defensemen and three goalies all right let's move into exemptions uh all players with no movement clauses at the time of the draft and who declined to waive those clauses must be protected and will be counted toward their team's applicable protection limits uh no players on the detroit red Wings. shockingly uh this is a true sign of moving out of ken holland era have a full no move clause, so it's not really something you got to worry about. Uh, Franz Dielsen, Dan DiCara, both have modified no trade clauses, which hilarious. Um, but yeah, not 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 something you're you're really gonna have to worry about. And then all first and second year professionals, all unsigned draft choices, will be exempt from selection and will be not counted or and will not be counted toward protection limits so that exempts like mo cider uh zadina valeno um if they're drafted in 2018 and beyond just don't worry about them assume that they're protected uh you will need to protect the rfas though so that will include Verana, bertuzzi uh guys like that and we'll get into that in just a second but first i gotta talk to you guys today about rockauto.com that's right folks we're taking the journey to the expansion draft we just made our first pit stop got to uh you know stock a bunch of snacks or whatever You got to go to rockauto.com right now. I tell you what, it's summertime. You're going to want to be cruising. Hey, maybe you like to do the dream cruise. The city is alive. Everybody's out and about. You don't want to be that guy like driving through, you know, a downtown area and like your car is making a bunch of noise, like the mufflers, like dangling. Um, I've been there many summers, most summers, frankly, uh, until I found rockauto.com. I was that guy. Chain stores, they have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. You can become a do-it-yourselfer through the help of rockauto.com because their prices are extremely low and YouTube exists. One, two, bang, bang. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck and just write locked on in there. How did you hear about us box that they know we sent you? You're going to save a little money on the auto parts. You're going to have a sick ride. You're going to be able to use that money to go out, maybe sit on some patios, drink some margaritas, do whatever you want to do this summer and know that you're going to have a sick, reliable ride uh, while you try to get there. Amazing selection, reliably low prices and all the parts your car will ever need. It's rockauto.com.
0: Gretzky had it, lost it, Eiselman picks it up, Eiselman moving, blue line, chance, score! Steve Isleman! Detroit
1: wins! All righty boys, segment two here at the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. We're looking at the mock expansion draft for your Detroit Red Wings. Who will they protect? Who will they lose? Who? I don't have a third question, but uh, we're getting into the forwards now talking auto protection folks so these are guys that uh really you know we mentioned at the top of the show that the tough decisions don't necessarily come in this forward group but there will still be decisions that need to be made i personally had auto protect Dill mark and tyler bertuzzi jacob varana robbie fabry and michael rasmussen i would say out of those five michael rasmussen is the only one who uh you know maybe is Actually, that's not true. Michael Rasmussen is auto protect, ninth overall pick, took a big step forward this year. I'm fairly confident in saying that actually.
0: Yeah, I I have uh those were the the first. How many did you say five people? Those were yeah. the first yep. five uh in the forward class. And I think they're comfortable. Really no argument against any of the five of them for sure. Yeah, I've got the
1: exact same thing. And then the rest of the four. I don't even know if there's, like, that much of a debate, and I'm curious to see if we all ended up with, like, the same protected guys. But you've got Nemestikov, Sveshnikov, Ernie, and Giovanni Smith left to possibly protect. Two of those guys, two will be exposed. Nemestikov, you just signed as an unrestricted free agent, did not overperform that contract by any stretch of the imagination. And I just simply think, like doesn't really hurt to lose at all. On the other front, Sveshnikov was sent through waivers twice and seems like it's pretty unlikely he'll be on this team after next season in any capacity. And so it's like kind of obvious that after the season, Adam Ernie just had the way that, you know, the, the what Giovanni Smith brings to his game. I just think those two are the, the, the obvious decisions there.
0: Yeah, no, I I yeah, I I completely agree. Giovanni was was um a very quick decision for myself as well. I and mean, then yeah, I, I really agree. Those were the exact same uh exact same seven I had for the forwards.
2: Yeah, I, I had the same thing too.
1: I just don't like like or it's not that I don't like. I just don't think that uh, Sveshnikov or Nomestikov like bring anything unique to their game. Like they're just like very very prototypical They're expendable. middle six bottom six forwards mm. in the nhl and uh, you can literally get one any you can get a Vlad vladenomestikoff anytime place.
2: did so. you guys pause on glenn denning's name
1: uh no no not. he's an unrestricted free agent so i don't think fair enough i yeah the the he's actually for sure not uh fair enough the Sorry, I was
0: um looking at
2: this face-off percentage <laughs>
0: <laughs> the uh yeah i honestly the the forwards were were pretty straightforward to me and um i i think yeah i think you're totally right i think the this is not a deep enough hockey team to where the people that we don't have on this list are like like at least in the forward position that we're like super losing sleep over they're all very expendable people in my eyes
1: uh, on defense, let us go to the auto-protected guys. I, I think Philip Peronik is maybe the only auto-protect. I think differently about other people being auto-protected, but I don't know if the Red Wings will. Uh, and so I will kind of preface it with that, but I think you're absolutely pr- protecting Troy Stetcher after the year that he just had. Um, he's just starting to, to creep into his prime a little bit. The contract that he's on, the value that he brings to that contract – uh, the underlying stack God, it, it, it's Troy Stetcher for me all day. And then Philip Peronik. I mean, that is uh, a very valuable asset that you have, even if you don't think that he's going to be in the long-term plans for whatever reason, um, you, you end up doing something to trade that contract. You don't just let him go in the expansion draft. And then I think you protect Dennis Chalowski personally. Um, well, i actually, I'll kick it to one of you guys and then we'll go from there.
0: So, I'll Hronick is, is the auto lock. He, I think he's the only one for the defense um, as far as um, like, if you did a whatever fan wide poll, I think he would be the only one that was kind of like close to consensus. Um, I think Stetcher would be too. See, I, I, am not completely with you on, and not, not that I disagree personally, but um, I think that one of the big wrenches that's thrown in with him is um, that his contract ends at the end of next year. He only has one year left of control control. Um, and I think that, I'm not saying it'll happen, and I'm not saying I even agree with it. I do have Stetcher on my protected list, but I think there's a little bit of a conversation there between um, him and and I guess it would be Lindstrom, because I think you got to keep Chalowski. Um, I, I think there's a little bit of a conversation there as far as like, if you want to put the best team on the, uh, the best possible product on the ice next year, you obviously go with Stetcher, but if he's not, if the front office does not think that he is a long-term plan, then I think it kind of makes a lot of sense to not protect him. I'm not saying they do or don't, but in, in theory, if they looked at him and said, Hey, uh, you know, uh, I'm not sure that Stetcher's a, a long-term piece for this team, then uh, I think it would be very easy to, to leave him. I don't, I don't think it's too out of the question to leave him off the list, I guess is what I'm saying.
2: So I think we, the fact that Eisman signed him to a two-year deal, I think it just proved that, I mean, I think he's going to be safe. I, don't, I sure. don't see a reason why they just let him walk for free. Um, I think he's a really serviceable guy. Um, he would be, Nolan Nolan, I think a lot alike with uh, the current roster. At least I think so. yeah but yeah um i except for Cholowski, i had lindstrom being saved so yeah that's definitely a back and forth too
1: let let me uh address the stash thing and then we'll get into the Cholowski and and you know lindstrom conversation because i do think it's pretty interesting when it comes to troy stash i don't think there's any reason to believe that he's not part of the Red Wings' long-term plans i don't know if there's a player who left their respective team last year that like their departure made their fans more upset than Troy Stetcher. And I'm all, probably also thinking in a vacuum of very closed minded space. Vancouver fans might even say, well, no, we were actually more pissed. We lost Tyler to fully than Troy Stetcher. But the point remains that Troy Stetcher probably should have never, ever, ever not been qualified by vancouver that decision was befuddling to say the least and the fact that he just fell into the red wings lap at the age of 26 he just turned 27 in april he uh put together this great season via the eye test and analytically he just goes to to the world championships has this great tournament with canada where he turns into Connor mcdavid for a couple seconds um i i don't see any way that he's not part of their future plans this is a defense core that was last in the league in terms of average annual value for their players combined and really like they weren't good by any stretch of the imagination but they were leagues better than they were last year and they weren't anywhere near as bad uh as like worse in the league this season so i do think there's something to be said about that now the chelowski and lindstrom conversation the thing is is i think you protect chelowski simply because of the offensive upside um chelowski he, he has more offensive upside than, than gustav lindstrom knows what to do with frankly and um i think that's the reason you protect him because he can bring so many different things to his game but at the same time i 100 think it's very easy to see a world where Gustav Lindstrom has a rock solid 15-year career and Dennis Cholowski flames out of the NHL by the age of 26. So you're pretty much just weighing yeah. the pros and, and cons there. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. And maybe I mean if
1: like a low cues falls to us in the draft. <laughs> uh, if I, a, don't, I, I don't I don't think you can take plan. that into consideration though. Like I don't know. And, and you have to make this decision before the uh, draft or before the actual entry draft. Right.
2: So, um, I mean, if the, if their target is a defenseman, yeah, an offensive defenseman that Steve knows is going to go in what, around the mid twenties, and then he takes him at six instead of, I'm just talking about cider now.
1: Yeah. one. The last thing I'm curious to know is if there are people out there still, um, that want to protect Danny DeKaiser because I remember that like being a thing. I all, I don't know if it's still a thing, but I know that at least in the last 365 days, Helene St. James has put out a mock expansion draft where Danny DeKaiser has been protected. So um, I don't know. Will the Red Wings lose anybody that hurts to lose? I think that's like the ultimate question here. You're leaving Nemestikov uh, exposed. You are leaving Evgeny Sveshnikov exposed and you are leaving either Gustav Lindstrom or, dennis chalowski exposed let's go let's get the uh let before we answer that question let's go around get the final tally for each guy who are you leaving exposed ethan you're leaving chalowski exposed right on the defensive end um and then the same two forwards and then scotty you're leaving lindstrom exposed on the defensive end with the same forwards all right uh i am doing the same as scotty we will talk about Uh, the ramifications who the Seattle Kraken might pick right after uh, these messages from our friends at betonline.ag game one, the Canadians and Vegas golden Knights kicks off here any minute now. And uh, fellas, I don't know if you heard about this, but basically Vegas has about an 80% chance to win the series. Now the two previous teams that Montreal has faced have also had very good chances to win the series. And neither of those teams did win. So Hey, maybe it's not the worst idea in the world. You know what happened in game one by now to go on bet online and place a wager on the Habs to win this series. It's not the worst idea in the world. You still also can pick maybe some, some Stanley cup futures uh, bet on each game nightly as it goes, you know, whatever it may be, go to BetOnline.ag. Get all the latest. Oh, that was sick! Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, and NHL, and all of your UFC, MMA action. So, before the next pitch, puck drop, or jump ball, head on over to Bet Online on your mobile device. Check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information, and sign up today to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit when you use our promo code Locked On. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N for a 50% welcome bonus at Bet Online. Your online sportsbook experts. Knocked down by Helm with an empty net.
0: Score! 65 seconds left. 3-1 Detroit. Darren
1: Helm will steal it. Alrighty, back segment three here at the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. Before we get to uh, whether or not any of those guys are going to hurt to lose, so we just went through uh, all of the guys that we have protected. We have the same list except Ethan has uh, Lindstrom. Protected over Chalowski and Scotty and I have the inverse of that. Uh, if you lose any of these guys, are you really bummed out?
0: I mean, like, not really, like, not for what it is, not really. I mean, I mean, you're losing one of one of those people we just named. You know, it's only going to be one of those people Um it, I don't know like it sounds, it sounds cheesy to say like it's unavoidable but like like it kind of is and and I would say that we have uh we have a good chance of losing um a a I don't even know how to word what I'm trying to say we'd be giving up a a less vital piece than a lot of other teams can probably will and that's you know more of just us not being as good as a lot of teams but still i i mean I, I feel like um for for being forced to give up a player that that played solid minutes for us most likely this past season I I feel like yeah it's it's one of the better uh one of the better situations in the league as far as that goes
1: yeah I feel about the same there I, I I agree with you guys both but I also wonder too would you let's like it would are you guys both under the assumption that they're going to pick whichever defenseman is probably left? Yes, I was going to I, ask. I, that, I don't, I don't yeah. see why a team, I mean, a, a team obviously needs veteran forwards, but like why would Nemestikov be the one? There will probably be other guys who are protected and available for, sure. for you to get. Yeah. Um, so then for me, it comes down to like that defenseman for sure, for sure getting taken. At which point would you rather, you're saying like, would you rather keep? Gustav Lindstrom, or would you rather make a trade? And uh, a lot of these happened during the Vegas expansion draft. A lot of teams gave up picks to get to get Vegas to take somebody and then uh, ended up looking like giant assholes like the Florida Panthers uh, who traded Riley Smith to Vegas in exchange for selecting Jonathan Marsa's show. Jonathan Marsa show, uh, I don't know if you know about him, but pretty good. Uh, he'll be playing tonight in the conference final. A lot of these things happen. I think a lot of teams look back and they're like, dang, like that was, that was really stupid. We really set them up for success there. But when a cash trapped year, like everybody is, I wonder if these will be more frequent or less frequent and whether or not it's worth it for the Red Wings to make some kind of move. And the only thing I keep coming back to is Evgeny Sveshnikov to Seattle or a fifth-round pick to Seattle – for them to take Evgeny Sveshnikov and then the trade-off there is basically you're losing a fifth round pick to keep Gustav Lindstrom over Evgeny Sveshnikov and if that is the situation I'm taking it 10 times out of 10.
0: Yeah I, I don't think that's uh I I don't see anything wrong with that I mean that's that's if you're valuing uh which I think most people would one of those defensemen over him I I don't think that's that's that out of the question at all. I mean, in the same breath, my biggest question was, was like Danny De DeKaiser. I, I mean, is there a given his, not that we need any more cap room, I guess, but it's always nice to have more. He only has one year left on that deal. Right. Yeah. Um. So if you want to make sure that you keep both of those defensemen and you can free up whatever it is, three million cap, I mean, what is, is attaching I don't know. I, I mean, I feel like some people would go pretty high and get, you know, a, a, a third round pick on next to him and, and ship him off to Seattle and guarantee that you keep both of those defensemen and free up even more cap space.
1: I just don't see that making a lot of sense for Seattle. Like why? Especially because, like I said, there are going to be a lot of teams who are going to have to do this and they're going to be offering a king's ransom so like a player like the kaiser who's on the wrong side of 30 has back issues and whose play has been declining for three years now um comfortably yeah i just i don't know like that doesn't it doesn't make much it's not that it doesn't make much sense for seattle It just doesn't make much sense for the red Wings because you why would you you would have to give up more because of what his salary is in my opinion so like if you're moving down to like a third round pick to move danny de kaiser that doesn't make a lot of sense to me well, especially with be... how frugal right. the red wings have been with the cap and also because as much as i just talked against danny de i do think they're he is somewhat of a valuable piece for them either in the locker room or you know whatever capacity he's on the ice next season
0: it would definitely more just be like you think very highly of those two defensemen. It would have very little to do with Danny de Kaiser at all. It would it would have much more to do with you think very highly of Chalowski and Lindstrom and want to obviously guarantee that you keep both of them. That that would be the value within the pick. For sure, it would no no value of it would come from from the wings perspective from De Kaiser himself, for sure.
2: Okay. So it is going back into like the the cap. Um, Franz Nielsen, <laughs> if, if we oh, don't boy. want to buy him out and have him on our books for two years, um, he probably, given the caliber of players that Vegas got right off the bat, you factor that into Seattle and that is a roster that Franz Nielsen will not make. So it would be a straight up cap dump. But for the option to get, five point, was it 5.25, 5.35 off your books That's for two years, it would be, you know, huge for us. I mean, if you want, if you guys want to think about if we're making that big of a jump, we could sign a top six forward to a nice lucrative deal that would help us. So I have Franz and, and but, um, boom boom. what is it? Somebody Anybody 5.25, I was right (laughs) for two more years off the books for a second round pick in this year's draft from the Oilers when you still have your second round pick
1: and the Rangers second round pick. That doesn't make any sense to me either because you could buy him out. And first off, the Red Wings are going to have like $50 million in cap space this year. Like The Red Wings are going to have so much money in cap space this year that like they're going to have to work their ass off to hit the cap floor. I really do believe that. I, Franz Nielsen's con he's only under contract for one more season. So he's only under contract for 21, 22. If you were to buy him out this summer, the cap penalty carries into 22, 23 for sure, but it's only half a million dollars. So you're only taking, you're you're taking half a million this season and putting it next year. Ultimately you're saving half a million as well, because, uh, a million of it you'll pay out like 4.25 this season and then 0. 0.5 that will be on the books and then 0. 0.5 that will disappear um and so for those reasons i'm out <laughs> <laughs> yeah no shit
0: yeah okay all right mark
1: uh man you guys like shark tank i love shark tank i love
0: shark tank it's yeah, great who show. doesn't man
1: we should go on shark Tank. pitch our podcast
2: oh okay sure
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> pretend like it's pitch,
2: our idea auto.com
1: yeah hell yeah. yeah yeah i like that uh anything else so you guys got on this expansion draft episode terrible trades by the way um yeah i really well, didn't like...
0: have anything <laughs> the <laughs> trades are tough man like no i are, mean like,
1: it, like this even roster the... is
0: in a weird position where like like trades yeah. wise yeah that? that's tough i'm just giving
1: a shit the the sveshnikov like one was the literally the only one that made sense to me in any capacity so um I get it. Anyways, we'll be back tomorrow. We are going to have a draft pro. Oh, we're profiling William Eklund tomorrow with our friend, Mikhail Holm, uh, William Eklund, one of the prime prospects that's going to be available in that six region. Definitely. Maybe the the prospect you want to most keep an eye on as we head into draft season. Uh, so he brings us a lot of good info. We also look at Oscar Olison, a Swedish winger uh, as well. So be sure to subscribe when you wake up tomorrow morning, that episode will be waiting for you. Uh, when you get ready for work, when you're on your morning commute, whatever you're doing. Uh, and then follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Red Wings. We're always chatting it up on there, uh, asking questions, things like that. Uh, we'd love to hear your feedback as well. So please do us a favor, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, and we'll see you guys back here tomorrow. Same time, same place. It's your team every day.